0: And welcome to The Skinny for Friday, June 9th. Uh, Our special fundraising edition of The Skinny. I'm Mitch Perry, reporter with the Ford of Phoenix. With Ray Roa. Good
1: morning. Good editor.
0: morning. <laughs> there we go with the microphone. I am here. I'm alive and I'm awake. Ray, of course, the editor-in-chief with Creative Loafing Newspaper, CLTampa.com. Uh, our third amigo, amigo here, usually in the studio, Ben Montgomery, is not with us today. Missed the
1: flight. Missed the flight.
0: Yeah, Ben flight conveniently problems. missing another uh, second fundraiser that we've had Come in our on, five ben. months we've been on the air. But anyways, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, today will be a little bit of a different program. We're going to air some, some of our interviews that we've done just in the four months or so that we've been on the air here. Uh, the Skinny Came on the air in late January, a relatively new program here. Not as new, new as the, the guys before us here, uh, down and dirty folks. Uh, Mario and John Dingfelder want to welcome them to the M family here, uh, especially on here on Friday morning. But now it's our turn, uh, Ray. So we've got to raise. Um, what's do we know? What the we've got was? a
1: thirteen thirteen hundred dollars okay. to raise here. I'd Like to hit that as quickly as possible, and then go over that kind of help boost public affairs programming I mean, here. Sitting across from me, running the board for us today, Sean Kinnan, uh Councilman Dingfelder. As I know him, actually, who's my eighth grade science teacher as well uh-huh. uh, mentioned uh, to you about Sean. Sean, was it? Sean, like 23. You started as a volunteer in 05. Um, just the commitment to public affairs, independent news. Um, it can't be overstated. Um, and we need money for that to keep it going.
0: Yeah, you know, let's talk about, you know, you do creative loafing, Ray, of course. We've got, you know, some media outlets here, but we don't have that many, frankly. And MNF has been certainly one that's been in this community since 1979. I've been here very much involved with the stations going back to the year 2000 which is, which is why I'm here basically I moved from California to take the job here at WMNF as the, at that time as the assistant news director and of course I was here from 2000 to 2000, 2009 uh, I've gone on to other places in terms of working in the media but it's great to always still have a hand with MNF uh, I did talk radio from 2011 to 2018 went to Tallahassee for a few years was with Bay News 9 for three years and now uh, I'm back with the Florida Phoenix but now I'm also back with MNF with this show with the skinny with you and Ben And it's been great to be back here, and I appreciate, you know, hearing from the listeners. And we really need to hear from some listeners right now to see if they actually dig what we're doing here with the Skinny. Uh, So,
1: yeah, we take phone calls. And and right now, the phone calls that we need are somebody on the other end willing to make a donation. Uh, No donation is too small. The phone number is 813-239-9663. You can also go to WMNF.org, hit the tip jar, or just hit the Donate button. Uh, There's a code there to donate to the Skinny s k y um, so eight one three two three nine nine six six three as as mitch was talking about. I'm 38 years old and my entire formative years, WMNF has been a part of it. Whether it was late night after a football game on Friday, listening to a music program or the news in the middle of the day, you know, there was some anecdotes about um, you've been listening to Democracy Now! all week. Like these types of things kind of informed who I am. Without a radio station like WMNF, I I don't know that I would have ended up working at a creative loafing um, because maybe I didn't have the opportunity to kind of think um, in that lane. And that's what these areas waves do and we talk about the renegade nature of this station knocking on doors in South Tampa <laughs> broadcasting out of a bathroom bathtub like really gorilla stuff you yeah, know absolutely And here we are in this great station that is funded not by large organization like a college or a university. Instead, 70% of the budget here comes from donations made by listeners like you, everyday people just like you, people in the community. So 813-239-9663. WMNF.org. Yeah, we'll be talking
0: here for a few minutes. We're going to play some some excerpts from some of our interviews, but we, we're not going to do that until we get our first call in. I, I think we should. Uh, that's that's the goal right now. So, um, And we do have some gifts. I think if, let's mention some gifts as a donation or as, a, as a, a gift to you for donating to us. And so again, the, the dollar contribution can be anything you want to make it. You can make it $10, $50, $100. The goal is $1,300. So there is a uh, a well-funded benefactor who just wants to write a check right now for $1,000 We'll take that. We can stop talking so much. We can start playing some uh, some of the news here, or some of the interviews that we've done. But, you know, the thing I, I look at the skinny as being is that with all three of us here, we are all reporters. And that's what we do for a living here when we're not this one hour a week here in MNF. And that's what we hope to bring. I hope we've done that in the five months or four months, whatever it's been since since we've been doing this, our own reporting. Um, you know, I was I haven't been on the show like half the time we've been here because I was in Tallahassee, the way the timing worked out. Uh, but I've hoped, I've I've really tried to talk a lot about that since then. You know, the shows we've had, we've had uh, representatives, of course, and we'll have some of them, uh, we'll play some interviews in a minute here. But, you know, as anybody knows, who has been paying attention in the country. Uh, what, what happened in Tallahassee the past couple of months was uh, was amazing in terms of the conservative legislation that was passed that's never been done really one session in Florida, if not much any other state, where uh, you had such an activist governor, and uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, and what the legislature was able an acquiescent legislature was able to do in terms of so many different things when it comes to uh, issues like uh, criminal justice with the death penalty with abortion with uh, uh, insurance uh, with you know all the LGBTQ bills that we've talked a lot about this has been really radical what's happened in Florida basically right the state The coronavirus happened, of course, three years ago, and we're still thinking. I think in America, dealing with the ramifications of that in so many levels of our economy and of our sociology, and what we've seen here in Florida is a lot of people move in, and many of them are Republicans, and that has changed a state that, four years ago, barely elected Ron DeSantis over Andrew Gillum by half a percentage point to him winning by 19 points last November. That's a transformation. And if anything else, what we can do here is talk about why that's going on and examine on these issues and and you know elaborate on them and and that's what I hope you know provocative interesting talk radio can do and that's what we're trying to do here at the Skinny. So if we're on that right track, we'd love to hear from you right now. Show your support for the station 813-239-9663. Looking for our very
1: first phone call here. Yeah I see the phone lit up a little bit but we we want to play some of the sound bites from some of our previous guests and, and you kind of alluded to it uh, Mitch when we're not here, we're literally working. Um, you're out there, Florida Phoenix. You, you were at an Indian Rocks Beach meeting um, last night. We've been doing this for 127, or oh, it's been 128 days, 18 weeks, 18 shows. We've had some incredible guests. You know, you talk about um, your work in the session. You come back, and, and you bring these people in here to talk about things that happen at the session. You bring Jessica Vaughn in uh, to talk about things that are happening um, at the school board. And, and I'll say this coming, you know, working for an organization in my day job job creative loafing which definitely is on the left side of the political spectrum one thing i appreciate about the reporting you bring mitch is balance i mean last week i was sitting across from former Senator jeff Brandis, a guy who we've written about um in our paper i mean we just don't agree with a lot of the stuff he did but you brought him into this room he came here engaged us talk about his new florida policy um Project, And we're able to have a really productive conversation, ask them some pretty hard questions, get them on the record. You cannot, we are bringing people in here, getting them on the record, their sound, their audio, the things they say, living for the record in perpetuity. And if you value that kind of work, listening to that on air, then, then we need to hear from you. In fact, what we're going to do right
0: right now is we're going to go to our first excerpt, and that was, in fact, I think this came uh, when I was in here, when you and Ben were talking to Andrew Warren, and we talked about Governor DeSantis and some of the things that he has done, some of the... Frankly, radical things that he's done that that I've certainly never seen a governor do. One of them was, of course, firing a prosecutor like Andrew Warren for basically think crimes, where he actually was didn't was wasn't a, a, a fired for uh, doing anything, but saying that he wouldn't prosecute uh, abortion cases. Uh, and and we know he's still in the courts,
1: unelected, unelected,
0: elected twice yeah. uh, as prosecutor, and uh, and it's still pretty amazing what happened there. And so uh, we did an inter- interview with Andrew Warren, and we're going to go back. Let's play that right now. This goes back to April. So this is a couple months ago. Uh, We asked him, both uh, Ray Rowe and Ben Montgomery were interviewing Andrew Warren. We asked him basically how he was doing because at that time, he had been unemployed since early August. So let's hear a few minutes of that.
2: This has been extremely difficult on me and my family. Personally and professionally. Um, But this is a fight worth fighting. It's not about me and my position as much as it's about... The rule of law and free speech, and the meaning of elections in our state, and the fact that no one is above the law. And so, as difficult as it's been for me, you know, I'm honored to be able to be the tip of the spear in this fight that is going to impact things for, you know, a generation for people who really believe in our values. Do you feel supported, Andrew? I do. You know, I've had so many people who have supported our legal fund. Uh, You can check on that at andrewwarrenfl.com. People who have just stopped me in the street and say, you know, we're with you. And perhaps the most important thing, people who have come up to me, I had someone come up to me and say, I didn't vote for you and I wouldn't vote for you next time. But what the governor did is wrong. That's not America. And, and that gives me confidence that people see through this political stunt. And so, I, you know, to that gentleman, I went, thanks, and let's, let's figure out how I can get you to vote for me next time. But, you know, <laughs> that, that's a, that to me is the essence of what makes our state and our country so great. People who are able to put the partisanship aside and really see this for what it is, which is about a fight about our values.
3: You know, one of the first phone calls I made after uh, I watched the uh, after I watched you uh, uh, get fi- get fired uh, get suspended on uh, on my on my computer uh, at that press conference. One of the first calls I made was to your former opponent, Mark Ober, um, who I did not see on that stage, and I was curious about that. And I never heard back from him, um, but I wonder if you have.
2: I haven't spoken with Mark about this, Um, you know, but there are a lot of people in our community and across the state and country who are able to see the bigger pictures of things. Mm. And, you know, like you can like a politician, you can support the politician, you can believe in that politician. But when they do something that's wrong, when they do something that's illegal, like DeSantis has done, You need to be willing to speak up against it. You need to be willing to put that partisanship aside. You know, I I have two little girls. I've been coaching my older daughter's softball team for years. I would hope that in a situation where, you know, the umpire in a softball game is basically cheating, but cheating in our favor, that not only the coaches, but the players and the parents would be like, hey... We, you know, winning is important, but we don't want to win like this. Mm-hmm. We want people to follow the rules. And that's the example we all want to set for our kids. So when you see people who, you know, I don't agree with politically and don't agree with me politically, but they say, they know that this is wrong. And they say, I don't want to be a part of something that is so blatantly a violation of the rule of law. That to me is the essence of, of what our country's about.
4: percent the- of the people of our state did not want what happened
1: that was the voice of ousted state attorney, twice elected state attorney Andrew Warren here um, on the skinny back in April. Mitch was in Tallahassee covering the session. Ben and I took over and, and, and we talked to uh, State attorney Warren about one getting fired um, the logistics of his court case um, that he was um, still he still is in the midst of, and you know something I appreciate about Ben. Ben will kind of hit the reset button and just ask somebody how they're doing on a really human level. And you could probably hear it in the clip there. I mean, that's a state attorney getting emotional. about the predicament he's in. He was fired. And Ben knows something about getting fired. I mean, during the course of this show pretty quickly, um, he got fired uh, from Axios uh, in the in the wake of, of him responding to a DeSantis press release saying, this is not a press release, it's propaganda. It did. It did um, so yes, those are like really human moments. And um, that's what we're wondering if, if, um, if you if you support that here in the 11 to 12 o'clock slot. We'd love to hear from you. 813-239-9663. So rate
0: a- what's help people what we got if they yeah, call so, us
1: up. so obviously we'd love to you know, give you a gift in, in exchange for this. Um, you know, you can go a thousand dollars will we'll engrave your name into the station itself with a patio paver. Um there's a USF Botanical Gardens family annual membership, beautiful garden uh, there on the campus of uh, Tampa's USF. That's a thousand dollars. Um the Heat Wave 2023 just happened. Nice throwback, like get those vibes back in Ybor City. There's a memorabilia pack um, and concert tickets for skippers there. That's a two hundred dollar pledge. Two hundred bucks. You can join the circle of friends at, I don't know, I'm not good at math. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> I'm going to do that math um, really quick. And then, and then we also have um, Dr. Bob's book, Kentucky Farmer Advanced Wireless Telephone, but wasn't radio. Just these quirky things um, about MNF. And of course brand new uh, t-shirts here. We have two different kinds of t-shirts. Uh, one's a sweet cream t-shirt, kind of an off-white. It's got the new colored kind of spectrum WMNF circular uh, logo on it. And then we also have uh, a black logo on a sage stone green shirt. So you can get the sweet cream shirt for $100, or you could join the circle of friends at $10 a month. Um, that comes right out of your bank account. You really don't notice it. I mean, I spend $10 on coffee every couple days. You know, so...
0: Yeah, no, uh, it's, I think it's definitely something that uh, is going to be worth it. It's going to help us out, help you, you be part of this community radio station, because that's what we're talking about, is the community helping us out. Again, as we said earlier, uh, 70% of the, the funds that uh, we get from the public run the station. Uh, again, if you're just tuning in right now. You're listening to The Skinny here on WMNF 88.5. I'm Mitch Perry, reporter with the Florida Phoenix. I'm with Ray Roa, the editor-in-chief of Creative Wolfing Newspaper. We're two of the three people who do the show every Friday morning for you. We've been doing it just since January, uh, but we are very proud to do it. And we've got, again, you just heard that interview with um, Andrew Warren. I want to tell you one other gift, and then we'll go back and we'll hear some another interview that we did recently. And we also do have a couple people who have called in. Um, thank you so much getting us thank up tonight so here. Let me just thank those people right now. One is, of course. Uh, Chip Wiener. Um, Chip, of course, I worked with at CL back in the day uh, when I was there about a decade or so ago uh, who was a fantastic ph- photographer, uh, and I know Chip does a lot of food stuff, and I see, you know, Chip, we haven't talked directly in a long time, but I see you on Facebook, and uh, thank you so much for your very generous $100 contribution. And then, Thanks, uh, And then fellow WMF programmer, Janet uh, Zink-Sherberger, uh, has given us a contribution here. Uh, thank you so much, Janet. Uh, thank you, I mean, I, I won't even get a if you were on the air here, but I'll uh, definitely thank you and we really appreciate that because people are calling in now. This is so really exciting. So uh, oh, and one thing I want to tell people that I just not, did not know about until we got into the studio this morning about some of our gifts is we've got a pair of tickets to a Frederick Douglass performance. This is an actor obviously playing the great, uh, legendary, uh, uh African-American, in the 19th century. Uh, um, this is, um, in our live music studio. He's going to commemorate Juneteenth on, of course, June 19th, a performance at 6 PM or a 7 PM show. Uh, I don't know if the name of the actor is here, but it's going to be, uh, performing. You know, I read the uh, biography that was written by a uh, David Blight. that came out a couple years ago. I think it won the Pulitzer actually on Frederick Douglass and, uh, I learned so much. Uh, And I'm glad I did because a lot of people obviously don't know who he is. Uh, I think, wasn't it Trump a couple years ago? Trump basically (laughs) thought like he was alive, okay? It was uh, very embarrassing. But anyway.
1: Trump uh, was kind of cool like that. He always said some crazy
0: stuff. uh, Yeah. So anyway, so this is available, though, and this is for only a $60 contribution. It's coming up on uh, June 19th, and today is the 9th, so
1: what, only 10 days from now? Yeah, so that's Juneteenth. You know what's cool about a $60 pledge, Mitch? And and you get a pair of tickets, so you're getting two. And and Sean tells us that this is probably going to happen in the live music studio. if you've never been to this station, to kind of just get in the door, and I, I don't mean it to be overly romantic here, but you walk in, uh, maybe you get a tour, you, you see the, the music library, and you get into that live music studio, and you really kind of see what a community can build when it comes together and just pitches in. If everybody pitches in a little, you can really build this. Big bastion of independent radio right here in the heart of Tampa. So um, $60, get you two tickets to that Juneteenth Frederick Douglass performance. Two tickets there, get you in the studio, get you in the station, 813 239 9663 or WMNF.org. There's a secure website there. Um, find the skinny, the code is SKY. Um, and that's how you can help support the show. We have a pretty big goal here $1,300 that we're hoping we to raise in the next 30 minutes here.
0: Okay, so we're going to go to more sound in just a moment here but again make a last minute pitch here before we uh, we go back to hearing some sound uh, again we, we've, made, we've making the call here but again we'll, we'll keep on asking for your uh, support here and again any dollar amount we, we it's very appreciated and and of course um, and we just want to get the calls coming in or, or people again contributing on the web just know that listeners are out there uh, hopefully appreciating what we're doing here that MNF w- went ahead and I know I talked to uh, station manager Randy Zimmerman uh, way before we did the show and she was really interested in getting some voices of local media to be part, do do a show, which we're doing here, you know, and hopefully we're we're bringing interesting guests. So let's go to our next sound. And that was, of course, we talked to uh, Florida Democratic Party Chair Nikki Freed. This was back, this is definitely when I was in Tallahassee because I remember this happened where uh, her and Warren Book and some uh, activists uh, got arrested uh, for protesting the uh, passage of the six-week abortion ban, which I said this before in the air. I still can't believe that actually happened. And the reason I say that is because I don't think it's popular in the state of Florida. And we you know there is a push now to get a, a constitutional amendment on the ballot in 2024. It's going to be very tough. Uh, it takes a lot of money to do that. Uh, and they got to get those 900,000 signatures by next February. But we could see that. We've seen that in states such as uh, Kansas and in terms of uh, the Supreme Court election in Wisconsin, how abortion, this really moves voters. And so we'll see if that happens here in 2024. But Nikki Freed, of course, who uh, was the gubernatorial candidate, lost to Charlie Chris last year after four years as an agriculture commissioner she is now basically the opposition in chief uh, leading you know the provocative quotes for what our governor is doing so we talked to her again ben in um uh, same and,
1: day we talked to andrew warren oh is that right yeah. okay
0: so back in uh, i think it was april so let's hear that and this is again right after this out i think <laughs> after the governor signed that six-week abortion ban here's nikki freed
4: 75 percent of the people of our state did not want what happened last night And this week. Um, But unfortunately, we are where we are. There is going to be a lot of fear uh, of women not knowing what to do next if they've, uh, God forbid, get themselves into a situation where they have to make that choice. And now that choice is no longer afforded to them. Uh, so many women, especially women of color, um, are going to be disproportionately impacted that may not have we know already do not have the same access to health care uh, than others in our state. And will be in the same situation of having to make the decision of a forced birth um, or having to take it upon themselves to have a medical procedure that's unsafe. Uh, and this is going to be a, a time where you're going to start hearing more and more stories of of people dying um, because they're taken upon themselves. And of course, we know that this is all all fine and good. They want to, you know, we can just put them into into baby boxes. I think are what the Republicans calling. But um, I would love to hear them know that that there aren't enough foster beds, uh, there aren't enough foster parents, there is not enough social services um, for for these individuals, for the parents, and and for these children afterwards. Uh, so it's unfortunate that we have a good Government here that is not truly representative of the people. Can you
3: get wonky with us a little bit, Chairman? What what if you take a long look back, thirty years of Republican control in all three uh, chambers? Um, uh, what what happened in Florida to the to the Democratic Party?
4: I think it's a couple of things. And anyway, that you know what happened in November didn't happen overnight. It's thirty years in the making, and it's a combination of. Complicity that we used to be such a blue state, and everybody you know took isolation each individual election. That you know Jeb was different than than previous Republicans that have been you know in office, and and that he was you know a president's son and grand you know and uh, brother in in the White House um, to. Now where we are and I think the people just the Democrats just didn't understand that the demographics of our state were shifting that the old blue dog Democrats were now registering as Republicans and didn't do a good enough job expanding the base. And then, unfortunately, every single time we lose these big elections for, for governor, US Senate, uh, less money comes in to help rebuild because you always are, are supporting those in power. Um, so, less resources have been pumped into the state of Florida to rebuild. Um, and unfortunately, over the last 30 years, we as a Democrats, every time there's a loss of an election, We blame the chair, and and so we are seeing cycles where every two years we are changing the chair of the Democratic Party, changing the executive leadership. And if you think about any other corporation, if every two years you're changing your CEO and leadership team, you're, you're you're doomed to failure and bankruptcy. And that's kind of where we we are. And unfortunately, I think the pandemic really what was the 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 nail in the coffin for us in respects to we stopped organizing we stopped doing voter registration um we stopped doing the door knocking and it just was uh, it was the perfect storm in 2022 you had an incumbent with a lot of money um who was taking up all of the airspace and didn't have enough resources to really combat that. And so you saw in November a just complete collapse. And I guess that the the silver lining is that the Republicans have taken that 19-point victory, and I call it a 19-point loss of Democrats, not a 19-point Republican victory, and they have gone to the extremes and have gone to such a direction, not taking that leadership responsibility um, and not understanding the power that they have of a supermajority. that doesn't mean that you have that power and you're supposed to punch down and to suppress the other 40% of the state that didn't vote for you. That's not how government is supposed to work. You're supposed to govern for all of the people of your state. And so I do believe that the pendulum is going to swing back, It's going to swing back faster, and it's gonna swing back harder because this is not what the people of our state want. Uh, it is that we are talking about issues that are impacting the people of our state and calling out the corruption, calling out the, these extreme policies that again are put into place to to make sure that one person is ready to run for president of the United States. I was actually talking to a Republican friend of mine uh, this morning and, and has been conservative his whole life. And his response to me was, Nikki, everybody is scared of him in the Republican Party. That's how he governs, in fear. And, and that's not how democracy and that's not how America is supposed to operate.
0: That was the voice of Nikki Free, the Florida Democratic Party chair, talking to uh, Ben Montgomery and Ray Roa back in April. Hi, if you're just listening to the tuning on the radio right now, you're listening to The Skinny on WMNF. This is Mitch Perry with Ray Roa, and we are fundraising right now. It's part of the Summer Fundraising Drive. One week we'll be doing this. I think this, the station began this on Wednesday, Ray, <laughs> uh, doing it until next Wednesday. We've got a goal. Our goal is $1,300. We've got a couple calls in we mentioned a couple minutes ago. We thank great, We're very grateful for those contributions. But we're going to need some more people to call in or email. Uh, yeah, go through the uh, on the website at WNF.org. A lot of great gifts to give you as a thank you gift for contributing to the station and contributing to the skinny. Because this is, again, how, how community radio works. It's the way it's always worked. And that is through your support, generous support. And I know, you know, I was here, of course, from 2000, 2009 as a regular employee here. Uh, I've I've asked for money for many years here in WNF, and people have always come through, and uh, it, it's made the station part of what's part of living in Tampa Bay. And you know, a lot of people still don't even know. You know, you may be tuning in right now as a listener, right now. You never even listened to T- WMF before, maybe. I mean, it's always this possibility. And so, this is a station as as any. You know, a lot of different programming here, but there's a definitely a commitment to news and public affairs. And this show is just like this. You know, it's about local stuff because I think that's where it really all begins here and where you really can make a difference in your community, Uh, and so that's what we've been doing here and talking to the newsmakers here since we've been on the air in late January. So please give us a call. Show your support. 813- 239-9663.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to kind of go back to the mission, too, and some of the core beliefs here. You know, WNF, as you said, it's an independent community station right here in Tampa Bay, right here on this plot of land, close to East Tampa, uh, right here off of MLK in the heart of Tampa Bay. And, And this station believes in, one, the power of community radio as this medium to promote a healthy, sustainable, peaceful democracy. Really simple stuff, uh, very clean, very clear. And when you call 813-239-9663, whether you donate $5, $10, $15, $1,500, you're saying that that kind of thing, 40 plus years on the air, is worth keeping on the air. And and Mitch, you alluded to your time on staff here and all those shows you produce and all those hours you spent pitching in the community, pitching in. I think one thing people don't notice about MNF, because you know it's radio, It's, it's really cool, one-to-one thing, but behind the scenes there's a really, really tight staff um, that works to keep this place just clean you know, like when I walked in today, Sean was literally disinfecting the whole studio. Um, fog. He's the, the public, he's the news director, you know, and, he, and he's keeping the place clean. Uh, there's support staff and it's a really small staff and and your donations keep that kind of minutiae going in the station so that the rest of the community, all these volunteer programmers that you hear, they're doing it with their own time. They're taking time away from their families, time away from their neighborhood uh, to make sure that they speak to you and listen to you and talk about those issues and, and these these are volunteer programmers and, and it is amazing uh, the amount of people power that makes this place move and that can't happen uh, without contributions. As Mitch said, 70% of the budget here comes from listeners. Um, that's so, crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, we got, and speaking of Sean, he's here hanging out with us right now, engineering the program. Hi, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so uh, what else do we have to offer some of our listeners if they call in? Yeah, I want to tell
5: people about a, a gift that we can give you with your donation. I first want to mention that, I hear from a lot of people who have uh, thoughts about a lot of the different shows on WMNF, but universally, almost universally, everyone says how much they love The Skinny, and they get so much information every Friday morning at 11 whenever they tune on The Skinny. They hear from Ben and Ray and Mitch about all the great interviews that they do, and they they just feel so informed when they hear this show. So I would like you to translate your appreciation for this show into a contribution to the station that brings you this show. So please call now, 813 813- 239-9663 or go to the web at WMNF.org and make your donation there or hit the tip jar on the WMNF Community Radio app. One thank you gift we can get, giveaway, is we have one copy, one one uh, pair of hard tickets for the CMX Cine- Cinemas CineBistro. So you can use it to see a movie at any of their locations. We have one pair and that's available for a sixty dollar donation. Please call now eight one three. 2399663. We only have one of them, so you'd ask your Phone Bank volunteer about the Cinebistro tickets and they will mail them out to you if you donate $60 or more. We also have these wonderful t-shirts. We have two different t-shirts. Both of them have the brand new WMNF logo on it. We're getting rave reviews about this new logo. Uh, it's a very uh, fun and and Uh, Great design. We have a sage stone green t-shirt that's available for an $88.50 pledge. Or if you'd like the color logo, that's on a sweet cream unisex t-shirt which is which has the color logo and that's available for a $100 pledge we really need to hear that there is support for the skinny, we know that you enjoy listening to it, but now please show your support for it financially by calling 813-239-9663 or donating on the web at
1: WMNF.org and Mitch, I think you're going to play some audio here can, can you kind of give us a little bit of that insider information on how you cultivate these relationships and keep them healthy, I mean you're bringing in guests every week, like I seem to Burn bridges with some of our coverage, um, but you you really are able to kind of bring in a really wide swath of of views and get them to literally drag their bodies into this station and talk on the air. How do you do that?
0: Well, I I don't know. I, I just I've been around a long time. That's kind of a, a nutty thing. I talk about being here since 2000, which is like a long time. There's very few reporters who actually were reporting then. I think Steve Newborn from WSF. I thought about this. So many people have. A, retired, or B, moved on to other bigger and better places, or not better, but bigger places, uh, Washington Post, you know, or, or things like that, people in Tampa Times, reporters, um, or they got into public relations. So I've just been around a long time, basically. So I think, you know, whenever I'm a season, the, the the term I, people have, t- have described me as a quote-unquote seasoned reporter, which is, i.e., old. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> uh, but I'm young in spirit. He's and so, than all of us. <laughs> but, okay, so this is a thing. Okay, some other things I want to mention here. Um, for, we have one book actually available, because I always, uh, you know, what kind of um, books, literature we have here that we can offer. So for a $120 contribution we have as a thank you gift, a book, uh, Kentucky Farmer Invents the Wireless Telephone, but was it radio? This is... um, I'm reading the description here, Facts and folklore about Nathan Stubblefield, written by our own very Dr. Bob from the 60s show. Uh, Dr. Bob is a professor at Murray State University where he had been reading, writing, and lecturing on Nathan B. Stubblefield since 1990. And now, Nathan B. Stubblefield, Sean, help me out here. What's his significance? I, I know right. what it is, but I forget. So he MNF. was an
5: inventor, and so it, this the foundation that owns WMNF's license is called the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation in honor of this person who... In perhaps has invented radio. I haven't read the book, but there's some, you know, he's con- considered one of the inventors of radio. Uh, so Dr. Bob has the whole story that you can read about in, in this book.
0: Oh, for a $120 contribution, give us a call right now. 813-239-9663. Uh, yeah, we'll go with some some more sound here in a moment here. But again, we uh, I, I think we really haven't had any calls for a few yeah, minutes here. Yeah, we can hear so- from you
1: at 813-239-9663. If this is a show that you want to listen to week in and week out, you know, part of this too is, is when you make this investment in the radio station, um, you are joining a community. Uh, you were saying, because... Let's face it, like a lot of people don't have a lot of money right now, right? But when you pitch in a little bit, so let's say you pitch in $60, you get this five by five static window cling. Usually you kind of stick it in your car and and you know that feeling when you drive next to somebody who has a bumper sticker or something like that. You look over, uh, maybe they're texting, <laughs> hopefully they're not, no, uh, but, but you're kind of in the same community and and- uh, it, it, it is a great feeling uh, to know that you support this little radio station. We don't have the dials anymore, but I mean, <laughs> if you look at it, it really sits right there on the edge. And whenever I travel to a new city, I go straight to the left side of the dial because I want to hear the community radio, right? Station. Public radio, and, yeah. And the United Nations itself has said that you know, uh, community radio, independent radio, is an integral part of peace and stability and a pillar for conflict really? prevention and peace building. The UN, right? And I, I did not for know all that. Voices to speak I had out. not heard that. You hear our voices, but so many. Other public affairs program, such a mix, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, exactly. There's so much great programming on MNF, and there's, there's been changes here. Like we, we talked about the uh, the show before us now, uh, so MNF not staying static here. So uh, we'll go to another sound here right now. So we interviewed back, I think it was in March now. This is Jessica Vaughn, Hillsborough County School Board member who we should say has uh, been already targeted by Governor Ron DeSantis. He wants to take her out in 2024. Uh, you know, DeSantis had some success that when he did that last year. That was considered unprecedented, uh, the governor getting involved in school board races, but we all know how political that has become in the last few years. Uh, and uh, Ron was actually really, relatively successful. Uh, one choice he had in Hillsborough County did, was not successful, but now he's looking to, to move that board next year. So Jessica Vaughn, we brought in, I believe we're talking about... Uh, the school voucher bill, that's what it was, I believe. And that was another very major bill that was passed in the legislature this past spring. Uh, House Speaker Paul Renner, that was his one of his babies. And this is really, you know, look, critics, and we'll, I won't define it. We can hear from uh, uh, Jessica Vaughn here. But basically, f- people who are in the public school sphere really think this is, again, further – uh, an f- erosion of support for public schools in the state of Florida. So let's just go straight to that right now. This is an interview we did yeah, with Jessica
1: Vaughn. 239 nine, six, six, if you want to keep hearing stuff like this.
6: That will be a devastating blow to traditional public education here um, in, in Florida. And as you mentioned, it's been decades that it's been in the work to privatize education starting with No Child Left Behind. But this is one of the more aggressive ones and it will allow anyone who identifies as an education, whether it's private school charter or even home schools, to take advantage and take the funds that would normally go to our traditional public schools. And these are public dollars that we're talking about. And so if you're someone who's very adamant about keeping public dollars in public institutions, so they're accountability, just by that very nature, you should oppose this bill. But again, it could go to homeschool parents. And if you've been paying attention to the news in Ohio, Vice just, you know, uncovered that there was a whole homeschool co-op of 2,500 students that were basically training their kids to be Nazis. Like the the entire curriculum was based around Hitler and and training Nazis. And so there's almost no accountability with these dollars. And as we look at public schools having more accountability than ever, I mean, we're going to talk, about the whole books and teachers and all of that going forward. The fact that they're trying to take our our tax dollars and then give it to homeschools or charter schools where there's less accountability is very confusing in the messaging of, of education. And again, it's it's just another um, part of privatizing education. You know, all these bills that are coming out are intentionally causing chaos in our schools. There are other bills that are intentionally um, setting our schools up to fail so that when they privatize education, nobody is that surprised, right? We've expanded all these voucher systems. We've started putting money toward our public dollars into private funds. And then we've created complete chaos in traditional public schools. So to me, when you look at it, it's as just a very obvious plan to privatize education, and it's extremely dangerous.
3: Who wins in that in that respect? I mean, when it comes, I understand the sure. overriding fear, but mm-hmm. who would be organizing this?
6: So if you look at a lot of our legislators, they have private stock in a lot of the charter schools or you know, they have um, a financial interest in this um, as well as you know, there are communities that would like to take advantage of this. I mean, I have friends who are homeschool parents and would like um, you know, to be able to, to take advantage of being able to fund their education. So it, you know, it's the narrative, it's, it's school choice, it's freedom. Florida is the, you know, the most free when it comes to school choice. But ultimately, you know, a lot of the people who are making decisions will financially benefit from
1: this. And you talked about um, accountability. What has the conversation been like internally for you as far as um, all of these different schools as they start to branch out? And if they can even keep up or will be subject to sunshine sunshine laws, like it's, it's hard to keep public records um, and how are these schools going to be able to keep those up and so that folks like Mitch, Ben, and myself can, can find these records and not put a records request in them and be like, oh, we can't find it, oh well.
6: For charter schools and privatization? Yeah,
1: all, all of it, all of it. Is anybody talking about whether or not these schools can, can keep up with those, rec- those requirements?
6: No, actually, we haven't talked about that. I mean, we definitely talk about making sure that we have accountability in charter schools and what that looks like and having the same accountability. Um, you know, And unfortunately, we get a lot of complaints from parents who have switched to charter schools that have serious concerns and we can't help them, you know, because they're privatized and there's a private board. So it's frustrating for us because we can't help a lot of our students once they're out of the traditional public education. But absolutely, there's going to be less accountability. Unfortunately, what generally happens is that the state also mandates that we do a lot of the administration for the charter schools and that's an unfunded mandate. So we end up paying for it. So usually if we're looking for that type of accountability or administration, the traditional public schools, Hillsborough County will be responsible for that but we won't get any funding from the state so it just ends up costing us more
0: again that was a uh, hillsborough county school board member jessica vaughn and you are listening to skinny it's 11 45 right now i'm mitch perry reporter with the ford of phoenix i'm with ray roa editor-in-chief of creative loafing and we are fundraising here we're in our last 15 minutes here on the skinny it's the wmf summer fundraising drive and we're trying to get you to call in we've had a few calls but we need more so Please call in and just show whatever dollar support you have. Let me mention this right now. We haven't mentioned this in this hour and that is the Circle of Friends. Ray, you mentioned look, inflation. It's a fact. Highest in 41 years, okay? It's very hard to spend the same money and get the same, what you get for these days. Um, so one way to really can you know, not hurt your bo- or, uh, your budget is be a Circle of Friends member, which is with a just a 5 or $10 donation per month, uh, you can contribute to the station for the whole year. So that helps us out. So like a $120 contribution, you can make that uh, $10. And every month, we'll just take it out of your uh, account. And we've been doing this for many years here at MNF. It's been quite successful. And I w- I'd like to see somebody do that right now if possible. It helped to keep independent voices, music, and news on the air here at MNF, uh, and that's by calling up right now, 813-239-9663, asking to become a Circle of Friends member, become part of that family here at WMNF. so you can continue to hear in the great program that we've been doing, or hopefully it's great, I, I, I'm not going to say it's great, I, hopefully it's inter- interesting, informative, um, and um, yeah, so that's where we're at right now.
1: Yeah, I have two Circle of Friends memberships at $5, it just comes really? out of there, okay. and and you know, you, you hit it on the head. People are counting their money, and I see that come in and out of my account. I do, but I keep it there because I love turning on the radio and hearing somebody's voice, hearing them talk about things that are important to my community, talk about Jessica Vaughn. You know, when Randy pitched us this, this show, uh, uh, Mitch... You know, I was kind of like, I don't know if I can take on another another thing, but yeah. I knew that if I was in the room with you two and, and we had these guests, I could leave the room a little bit smarter. It would help me be better at my job uh, when I got back to the desk, whether I'm writing the story, able to um, assign it out. And, and it's lived up to that. I've kind of just been bouchéing on all your energy and, 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 and all the guests and things like that, but it's been great. So you can't. You turn on the radio. Somebody local, your school board member, a local reporter is talking about something that affects you, your kids, every day. And and they do that. We do that for an hour here, and then there's a podcast link, and you can listen to it um, forever. I can't tell you how many of our shows I've run through my transcriber and used um, in, in quotes. Mitch runs uh, a handheld uh, audio thing here every day. We're just reporting in here all the time. If that's important to you, then we do need to hear from you. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. We need to see some of these phones lit up. Um, Yeah, that would be be great if we could. Uh, And again, you can also, if
0: you're not within a, uh, rather, uh, you're shy, you don't want to talk to somebody, you can just do it online, uh, wmnf.org. There's a very easy way to go ahead and contribute right there. So uh, yeah, again, the radio with a mission here. MNF has been on the air since 1979. And it keeps on doing this. I know back in the day, I think it was only two times a year. Now we do it three times a year. Uh, and it's just, you know, you know, this, this is the drill, okay? It's like public TV, public radio. This is what we have to do. And it's fun though, you know, and again, you know, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it. Yeah, you say, um, Ray, I've definitely got a full plate Um And, uh, you know, I hope, by the way, I hope people can read my stuff on FortaPhoenix.com because uh, that's where I really kind of grind away every day. Uh, I have a story today about uh, Jeanette Nunez, the lieutenant governor, who a lot of people don't know much about. uh, But, you know, we may be hearing more about her because with Ron DeSantis out and about, uh, you know, gallivanting in uh, Iowa, New Hampshire, Texas this week. uh, She may become much more of an important presence in our lives as our governor here. Uh, But that's that's my day job here at MNF. I'm here right now pitching, asking for your financial support. Now, we're going to do another interview in a moment here. And this is going to be one that Ben I think did. I don't. Know, were you here, when yep, you, I was you here with Carlton Ward? Yep. Okay. So, right. Carlton Ward Jr., famed National Geographic photographer. Now, you've seen this movie that he's done, right? I've seen, seen it, seen it like five times. I know. You get all emotional yeah, about it.
1: I do. I get like super emotional about it. It's this crazy film. I mean, Carlton gets more emotional in this clip, I think, that we're going to play. But, you know, over the 20-something years, he's been using different kinds of camera traps just to get a picture of the floor a Panther, all in the hopes of preserving this wildlife cl- uh, corridor. And Carlton's another great example of, of somebody who's a journalist. He calls himself a conservation uh, photographer. Ben asked him, Are you an activist? And he's like, No, I mean, I'm nonpartisan, but I do have an agenda. And that uh, my agenda is to preserve the wildlife corridor, working with farmers, politicians, uh, public lands. And he tries to make that connection all for this big cat that's so emblematic of the state that we live in. So those are the type of people we bring on. And what here.
0: is cool is it seems like it's nonpartisan. To- Like I was in Tallahassee where they showed this movie, and Senate President Kathleen Pasidomo uh, mentioned it. Like it was, it it was playing one night in Tallahassee, and then she talked about it in him. And I, you know, again, traditionally, uh, you know, Floridians, Republicans, Democrats, when it comes to the environment and and you know things like that, have not. You know, it's different now, but like you know, do we have to be partisan about this? And certainly, when it comes to preserving the Panther, I think that we can kind of like leave those. partisan uh, attitudes side here. But, right, he's an advocate in I mean, a his own way. Were
1: you up there for the vote? I think it was two sessions ago where it passed unanimously, or no, I think it was more than that. But it was a unanimous vote, and, and, and Carlton talked about that. And he's from right here. Uh, when the movie screened at Tampa Theater, I literally walked from my office to have dinner at the uh, place next door, and his car was, like, parked right there, the same car that's in the movie. So for him to come in here and make time for us um, and to show his commitment to WMNF with his time um, is, is great. And that's what we kind of need from you guys. Okay, right, okay, no. right. 813 right. So, We need to hear from you. We need to know that News and Public Affairs Programming on WMNF I mean, is skinny. important
0: I mean, to you. I mean, Sean said that he hears from good things from people, but I don't know because I'm not seeing that many calls right now. So I you know, I, I would love to hear from one more person right now. At least we can do that. Um, 813-239-9663. Uh, show your support for public affairs, WMNF News here. But yeah, let's go to uh, Carl Ward. Yeah, and this, and a couple to go, let me explain this. This is, uh, I think, now this is where he was kind of being, be, becoming an advocate because remember a couple years ago they had this, um, this transportation uh, expressway, I think it was called the MCORs. This was Bill Galvano, you might recall, the former state senator from the uh, Manatee County area that was all behind this. And this, I was up in Tallahassee when this was introduced, I think it was in 2019, and it seemed like it was a done deal, and it did happen. So let's hear a little bit from Carl Ward Jr. on this.
7: That was a galvanizing moment. Like that, that toll road coming through. And I, when I, the scene in the movie, I'm standing on some of my family's ranch property. You know, I have lots of cousins who are full-time ranchers in Hardy County and DeSoto County, and we still have a smaller family ranch in the town of Limestone. And the potential path of that road could have come within miles of, of our property. And, you know as as someone says during one of the scenes in the movie like this area where they want to put the road is where you can still see the stars at night it's it's the it's the heart of wild florida and it really motivated me and the team i mean it was in 2006 the precursor to this called the heartland parkway that motivated me to go reserve the domain name florida wildlife corridor because i i i i recognized that We connected to roads and our built infrastructure because that was our framework for the world. And we would put in a multi-year planning process and a study process and invest millions or billions of dollars in trying to do it right. Well, wildlife corridors, the other kind of infrastructure were absent from the conversation in 2006. And I'm like, this kind of road is going to come back um, and we need to have a balancing point to talk about how all of our infrastructure is going to fit together. And so when that toll road came through again It's like it's an hour or never moment because if, if we don't officially recognize the Florida Wildlife Corridor through legislation now, it has little chance of surviving. And so we never actually, our, our team never came out anti-toll road. We came out pro-wildlife corridor. There are other people who are talking about problems with the toll road, but we are focusing on the common ground of protecting these network of farms and ranches and public lands that could you know, hold the state together, and if you do that first, then you can build roads and other things without doing the unintentional harm that comes from them. Do you have a sense of how this project
3: is regarded outside of Florida, both in the United States and and then outside of the U.S.? Is this this viewed as a successful, like a a major success for the environment? Because the Everglades are ultimately incredibly important, right? I've heard them referred to as the earth's kidneys and that sort of thing.
7: Yeah, I think, um, well, I'm really excited about the moment with the film because we are just starting to tell this story to the world. Yeah. You know, we, we are focused on political action and conservation action here in Florida. With the path of the Panther film, we're going to tell the story of the Florida Wildlife Corridor and share it with the world. And we certainly have partners um, around around the world and different organizations who, who have seen this, and they're, they're great wildlife quarter models in other parts of the world, too. But from a little bit of feedback I've seen, the film's been in film festivals. We are screening it virtually to an audience in India. And in the comments, someone's talking about, well, they have a very similar problem with a new road coming through, and it's fragmenting the habitat for the elephants and the tigers, and they're working on corridors and connections. So I do believe we're, we're in a moment where the scientific community, the conservation community is recognizing that we need to save half the planet for nature by the year 2050 to have a balance of life on Earth. And there's an intermediate goal called 30 by 30, where people are working to save 30% of oceans, 30% of land by the year 2030 to help stave off the biodiversity crisis and the climate crisis. A lot less of the earth is protected than what people think. I think it's about 15% terrestrial now that's actually protected. So there's a long long way to go. Um, Florida it's kind of on the front end of that because because of our legacy of conservation a lot of it under republican leadership you know local f- former governor bob martinez started preservation 2000 which later became florida forever jeb bush um, charlie crist as a as a republican all were really strongly supportive of conservation and as a result florida is 27% public land uh, we have tremendous public land resources in this state But the way they're distributed throughout Florida, if we don't protect the wildlife corridor, they will become islands surrounded by development. And that's what's happening. You're going to have places like Ocala National Forest surrounded by development. Everglades cut off from the rest of the state and country. But we also have vast agricultural lands. We have millions of acres of ranch lands and timberlands and groves and other farming that are the connective tissue that hold the green space together. And those are also you know, targeted by development right now, thousand people a day moving here. And so that's, that is the front lines. And if we can save farming and ranching and help give landowners, like the place I was photographing this morning, they want alternatives to development, financial alternatives to development. And if these conservation programs like Florida Forever, Roland and Family Lands Protection, federal programs can help give them resources to save their land for the future we preserve their heritage, and we also save the path for the Panther.
0: And that was the voice of photographer, famed, claim, uh, famed photographer Carlton Warren Jr. of Tampa. Uh, that was an interview he did with WMNF uh, several months ago. I believe it was now. Uh, and uh, it was great. We really appreciate uh, having him in studio. And that is, again, one of the... I think exciting interviews that we've had here on The Skinny. Again, we're, if you're just tuning in right now, you're listening to the last few minutes here of The Skinny here on this Friday morning. I'm Mitch Perry with Ray Roa, and we have been asking for your financial support of any type to keep this, um, you know, well, I think we'll still be on the air if we don't get make like our gold uh, next week. But nevertheless, it's important to show that this, state, this uh, program has support. And, uh, and we need it right now. So we just have a few minutes left to go. 813-239-9663.
1: Um, WMNF.org if you'd rather do it online. There's a secure website there. Just find our code, The Skinny. Uh, donate there. Select your thank you gift. You know, Anywhere from 35 to to $1,000, you donate, we'll send you something back, whether it's a bumper sticker or the new uh, refrigerator magnet. Maybe you're going to go for a um, $100 pledge and get this awesome sweet cream T-shirt with the new um, WMNF logo and, and wear that out. Um, yeah, uh, we've also got... Again, and the T-shirts that we mentioned a few moments moments ago, eighty eight fifty. Of
0: course, you can get uh, the T-shirt here. Also a or a twenty ounce. What is this? Twenty ounce wheat Himalayan tumbler.
5: It is a tumbler, a reusable drink tumbler. Okay. And, but it's made out of wheat, so it's not made out of plastic. It's not made out wow. of uh, a glass or aluminum. It's it's a kind of a, a sustainable production there. All right, and, 50
1: WMF, is... always on the cutting edge of sustainability. I've never heard of a wheat <laughs> tumbler, and, and here we are talking about that. You can have that for 88.50. You can join the Circle of Friends um, at $10 a month. That comes right out of your bank account every month. You won't even notice it. Oh, yeah, and by the way,
0: so we do have those uh, tickets for also Cinema Bistro, as, mm-hmm. as Sean mentioned a few moments ago. One pair mm-hmm. for uh, any of the uh, exciting movies that are playing there. Uh, that is uh, a $60 contribution if you do that right now. Uh, and also uh, I want
1: to say, yeah, I think, I think, um, yeah, yeah, I can't say how much fun it is to come and, and meet all these guests and, and be here with Sean. I'm looking at Sean right now; he's literally the person that has to make these difficult decisions together with with Randy um, and Sam about whether or not these shows are sustainable. Right? Program changes they happen every year. You know, they look at fundraising numbers to see if there's a support support for these shows. So uh, we need to hear that this show uh, matters to you. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three or
0: 9663 or WMNF.org. Yeah, we're just like the last minute and a half now. So really. Uh, I'm going to hope that I get another get another call here, okay? It, w-
5: it would be great to hear from another person. 813-239-9663. Uh, please show your support. The Skinny is a fantastic show. It has great information, but we do need to know that there is support out there for it. Please make your donation at WMNF.org,
0: or you can call 813-239-9663. Yeah, indeed, indeed right now. Again, we're just in the last uh, minute and a half here. Uh, again, Mitch Perry, Ray Roa, uh, Ben Montgomery in, in uh, abstention here today. But Ben will be back hopefully next week. And uh, he brings a lot, of course, to this program every week, and we're really happy that he's part of it. As you mentioned, Ben got uh, fired, basically, for, uh, for responding to a, uh, a press release <laughs> from the DeSantis Education Department. Uh Ben made national news out of that. Anyway, uh, so here we are, folks. Uh,
1: WMNF Tampa, WMNF.org, 813-239-9663. We need to hear from you. We need to hear that the skinny is important. Public affairs is important. So make a donation. None is too small. None is too large. And again, you know, you do that, uh, uh, you know, what we're talking about here, the... You
2: can get
0: to a pay... You can donate for a T-shirt,
5: $88.50 or $100. We have two different T-shirt designs. We really want to know that there's support for The Skinny, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Again, we'll be back next
1: week with, with a regular show, but if you're listening to this, we'll take donations after this show yeah, wraps yeah, Again, show your seconds. support
0: here for local independent news and music. This is a chance to do it right now for The Skinny here, for all of us at WMNF. We really hope, we thank you for listening so far. Uh, we really want to appreciate that people who have called in earlier. And again, one last chance here. 813-239-963. Thank you so much. You'll see the you at WMF Tampa.